Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD and I am here with my hot ass wife, Carmen. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I am wonderful. Fired out of the gate tonight. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I just have all this energy and I don't know why because we just got dumped on with like 27 inches of snow and I've been out shoveling all day and... It sucks. It's a nightmare, but yeah, why not? What the hell? <laughs> it's probably because we haven't done any real show part, you and I, for quite a while. That's true. Yeah, we, we, we kind of did our thing at the New Year's Eve thing, and now it's after New Year's Eve, and we've been airing those shows ever since. Uh, speaking of which, tonight's show does have some of that in it, but not entirely. So... I wanted to kind of start off tonight with a couple of show notes. We've got some very, very cool stuff happening. Um, first of all, want to thank everybody out there. The Menage a Twats have come through. We are now over 2,000 listeners per show. That's been going on for a couple of weeks now. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thank you, guys. That is awesome. We love it. Uh, love that you guys are listening. Love that you're reaching out to us. Um, again, if you have anything to say whatsoever, Midwest Threesome at gmail.com, Midwest Menage a Trois on the Facebook, or Midwest Threesome on the Twitter. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is we got kind of a cool note. I'm not going to give out any names or anything. I don't want to uh, do that. But uh, somebody reached out to us through our Facebook page, and I just wanted to read a little bit of this because... Really, this is why we're doing the show, plain and simple. Uh, this person writes, hey, I want to let you know how much we enjoy your show. Uh, Ten minutes left on the farm store show, <laughs> which kind of relates tonight because we're going to talk about some of that stuff. <laughs> uh, just started listening after Thanksgiving. Can't listen as often as I'd like. I listen and recount the stories and info to my wife. That was one of our goals in this whole thing was to give people a platform to take this stuff back to their significant other and say, hey, I heard this. Why don't you listen? Maybe we can try it. Maybe we don't. Let's talk about it. Opening those lines of communication. So this person actually uh, put it into use. We appreciate that. Uh, says they've been married for over 20 years. Uh, was not allowed to spank her in any way. If he took off his belt and it made a snapping sound, he'd even get a dirty look. So... Over the last couple of years, that's changed. They now do things you never imagined they would do. Her body and mind have grown to desire things, and they started exploring, which that's is awesome. Awesome. After 20 years of marriage and then uh, still hanging in there, and now a new leaf has been turned over. <laughs> so we love hearing stories about that because that is exactly why we are doing this show. We want to get people talking, and we want to get, uh, get it out in the open. Quit hiding it, especially right. from each other. <laughs> right honey yeah <laughs> so tonight we're gonna take a little turn down the uh, bdsm highway which we've done a few times before and the reason we're doing that uh does go back to new year's eve carmen got her ass whipped in public <laughs> not by me <laughs> hey you did a little bit of it a little but not much um she was introduced to several new Apparati. <laughs> is that a word? It is now. Uh, which she enjoyed very much, and we ended up purchasing <laughs> some of those. Um, we're going to talk about that. And then we will get to our interview with Dom, the guy who did the uh, the spanking, the professional dominant, I would call him. He's He's got... He brings a U-Haul trailer. It's amazing the stuff he brings out. Um, when we talk about our, our violet wand and the electroshock, he's got like the original ones that were used back in the 50s and stuff, and they're all restored. It's, it's really cool stuff. Yeah, and his violet wand that he uses for his shows put mine to shame. Yeah, you, you wouldn't even <laughs> feel ours compared to his. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he brings out, uh, the big cross that you were on. He had, you know, has furniture, lots of furniture, stuff you can position yourself on to take your punishment, dirty girl. Yep. Has a spanking table. <laughs> a spanking table. Yep. Or bench. It's not a table. It's yeah, a bench. It's a bench. So you were on the cross, you were on the bench and what? that was huge for you because the public arena. 
Yeah. Not me doing the spanking. Well, and it was it was really so far. Well, it was out of my element. Right. But then it was it was it happened so fast. It was like all of a sudden he looks at me and says, "Come here." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you know, you have that, "Yeah, I want to, but fuck, I don't want to." <laughs> moment. And so, yeah, it it was really good. So one of the first toys we picked up after this little adventure was a flogger. We've never had one before. Um, we had the farm store version, <laughs> which did not work well at it hurt. all. The it farm was, store version hurt. It's made for a horse, obviously. Not and it like, has <laughs> the, the hard little tips on the end of it that it really hurt. So this one you ordered online, right? Someplace down south, Louisiana or something, yep, I think it was. Yep. it did. Uh, very soft leather. Um, it's suede. Suede. And it had it's suede and leather. So if you can imagine this thing, it's got a steel handle on it, and then there are all these little tassels coming out in black and blue suede leather. I don't know. There must be twenty of them here. Probably. Uh there's twenty six, I think. Wow, I was close. You were close. And then it has. Um... <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Right, and then it rather than having a long handle, and this is what I like. Rather than having the long handle, it has a it has ball bearings in the end of it, so it doesn't wear your arm out. You just can really yeah, when you're do doing a... like the figure eights or just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hit the table, right? You just keep going and going. Yeah, and it doesn't wear your arm out, right? Um, so I really do like that one, and I like to wield that one as well. Ah, that's something we have not talked about yet, but we will. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. So you like this one? Um, gave you pleasure. It did. Yep. I really like that one. So we tried it uh, mainly on the back. I uh, flogged your back and your buttocks and the back of my legs. Back of your yeah. legs. Yeah. I, like I said before, I'm not one that really likes the front of me flogged. And because it has these 26 little uh, tentacles, I guess you'd call them. It's really cool too if you take it and just slowly run it down someone's back. Or down their leg or down their thigh because you can feel all those little leather tentacles. They're, <laughs> arms. they're actually called falls, honey. Well, I, I do believe. I don't, I don't know the terminology. <laughs> I believe they're called falls. <laughs> so, yeah, it feels really cool when you just kind of slowly run it down. And what I was doing is I would slowly run it down her back and then snap it real quick and bring it around and... Whoosh, yeah, it's the it's the change up of sensations. You get that tickle, and then you get the sting, and then the tickle takes it away again, or the touch of your hand takes it away. So one of the uh, other tools that we came across, which I had never even seen before until New Year's Eve. Yeah, Dom showed us this one, and I really like this one. This thing is called... The boa. A boa. It is... I don't know how to describe it. It's got... All these little squares or diamonds of leather that are probably about three inches by three inches. And I mean, hundreds of them. So they're all weaved together and it looks like a big boa that, you know, the, the ladies would have worn back in the 20s. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> a feather boa and it's got leather and suede mix and it gives a nice little crack. It You actually put it, you hook it onto your fingers. It has a couple loops that you just hook it onto your fingers and then you can... I didn't realize it has the loops at both ends, so you could use either end. <laughs> well, that's so what you can do is you can hold it at both ends and you can start it twisting. Oh, And okay. get so, kind of like the, the car wash motion going. So kind of like that. Yep. Okay. Huh. Very interesting. Yep, that's to get the car wash motion. <laughs> so this one gives more of a um, thud, I would call it. Yeah. If you can hear that. It's a flat feeling, but it gives you like the percussion. It's not, depending on how you hit it, it didn't give like a sting. It gave the thud. And what um, this one actually is really nice for is if she's bent over, we were using a footstool. Um, you were bent over a footstool on your knees in front of it. Yeah. Uh, so you can kind of take it and like in an underhand motion, like a, a slow 
slow pitch softball motion, yep. <laughs> I guess you would say. A windmill. Is you take this thing and you crack it right up in there and it will slap around the front and kind of hit her clit a little bit. And it's not it's not a stinging sensation. So I would imagine it's quite pleasurable. It is. Yes. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, and then even when you take it onto the back, it it gives you almost a massage at the same time but you do get the little stings from the tips of the mm-hmm. of the flaps yeah i don't know what else <laughs> to call them the flaps you get that sting a little bit but it also gives you a good massage it just feels really good and you know it's really awesome about this stuff have you ever walked into, like, remember back in the old days when the, the big shopping malls were all the rage and you'd walk into the one store that sold nothing but leather coats and belts and wallets and hats and you just smell just, ah, that's what our basement smells like now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's got that new leather smell. It does have the new, we haven't, we haven't like, um funked it up yet <laughs> <laughs> uh we will continue to explore with these um one of the other things i'll just mention it quickly because we talk about the violet wand a lot we also picked up a violet wand flogger that's cool uh from some friends of actually pirate by uh suggestion of some friends of ours and uh yeah it's it's neat yeah it's a flogger that hooks to the violet wand so every time you flog them it shoots sparks out the ends of the little and I- what are they they're not tentacles they're falls. Falls. <laughs> um, I will tell you that the shock that you get. Can I finish? No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to whip something. Get over here. Um, the 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 shock that you get from the whip is way more intense than anything you get out of the violet wand on any of the attachments that we found. Yes. And when you do it with the lights off, it's really freaking yeah, it cool. Yeah, it throws sparks everywhere. It's, it's really, really cool. <laughs> so I just wanted to mention that because that was another new toy that we picked up. We haven't we played with it a little bit, not a whole lot yet. Uh, the Violet Wand, oddly enough, when we do these shows live, that seems to be the big catch-all. Everybody wants to come in and try it. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how many people we demonstrated that thing for. They, they really like to try it. Um, with one other thing with the... With the flogger on the violet wand. Yeah. That was really cool. It was a really neat sensation when you just kind of drag it down. Yes. Because it was intense when you got smacked with it. But then it was kind of, it was a very different sensation when you just dragged it. Right. So the combination of the two. And I actually, can I tell them yet? I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. <laughs> okay, so I wanted JD to feel what it was like when he was flogging me so he could get that, he could know what he was doing. Right. You know, okay, when you smack me like this, this is what it feels like. Sometimes it doesn't feel so good. Uh, we had that experience with the violent one. <laughs> yes. Ooh, <geez. laughs> yeah, yeah, he kept repeatedly shocking my nipple which is fun (laughs) not when it's done to you and he would just do it over and over and over and i'm like you know what give me that thing and i started doing it to him he's like that hurts and i said exactly (laughs) so if you are the one that's being it that you are the one doing the flogging or the whipping or anything like that you should have it done to you so you can feel what it feels like yes definitely um but when i had the um when i was doing these to you mm-hmm. i was actually switching it up sometimes i would have the the violet wand flogger and so i would do a smack with that one and then i would switch it up with the boa right after that and you know going back and forth or i would do one whip and then or the other um flogger right the leather one and the the boa and go back and forth so we did switch it up a little bit folks we wanted to uh try it out the other way around uh honestly i could say there were a few hits in in there that were pleasurable but for the most part it didn't do a whole lot for me being on that (laughs) end of things um, you liked when more when I had the gloves on and I was smacking your ass. Yeah, that's always enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, yes, I d- we we found out that I 
I, I don't mind it, but I don't enjoy it nearly as much as Carmen does, I think. It was safe to say. Yeah, and I actually enjoyed flogging you. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So we wanted to try the other way around just to see what it was like, and we did. That's that. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to step aside. We are going to take you right now to the interview we conducted with Dom, and I hope you enjoy this. We had a great time sitting down with him, and you had a great time with him <laughs> standing up. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, and and you guys would all be proud to know I took my shirt off. She did. She did it topless. I had a bra on, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. All right, here it is, the interview. We'll be back later. Midwest Menage a Trois. And Hello. Carmen, we got a special guest here. We do. <laughs> Long-term Dom is here. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? I am great. And I want to say thank you. You're very welcome. I'm glad that uh, <laughs> I can at least uh, enlighten you to uh, some of the other things that go on. And that's awesome. <laughs> that, that really is because that's, that's what we're talking about here tonight. Because um, he whooped my ass. <laughs> It's nothing. I'm sure you probably watched some other people, and and depending on uh, consent, they're going to ask. I will have some people come up and ask me for very harsh flogging, but that's what they want. Right. But it's very high consent, and it's discussed prior to me doing anything. All right, to give everybody a little background, though, before we really start, you were at the Halloween takeover, which we broadcast from. Um, we didn't get to talk to you then, but we got to see your setup. Right. You I was fascinated. Yes. <laughs> Carmen was enthralled. <laughs> and then you sh- and then you shugged her away somewhere else in the... Uh, and I think from, I heard on the uh, last broadcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? We took you away. Got you out of there. Yeah. Because I know I'd spend too much damn money otherwise. <laughs> um, it's all good. But you guys were at the Halloween takeover. And, Correct. And set up a huge display and, and did uh, a lot of different things throughout the night. We got to see a lot of it. Uh, and, and people heard about it on our show, of, of course. And now here we are for New Year's again. And you're set up again. Right. Uh, when you come into a situation like this, and it's, uh, again, I don't think I mentioned this, but it's all BDSM stuff. Uh, you guys set up racks you bring in tables you bring in all kinds of stuff i mean well it's, it's chairs across in a uh, in a spanking bench okay the the technical terms thank correct. you <laughs> correct yeah the spanking bench i'm kind of a little bit intrigued by just saying ah, you didn't get to try that one i didn't well you can always come back and i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have uh, jd spank you then there we go well, let's start with the one that she was on, and it, that would be the rack? No, that would be the cross. That's St. Andrew's Cross. It, okay. It's actually, the, the term is St. Andrew's Cross. St. Andrew's Cross. Correct. So basically a big X. Correct. Uh, up in the air, kind of tilted a little bit so you right. can re- lean and, into and, it. And there's a face plate so you can lean your forehead on. Correct. So it's comfortable. Right. Now, also, a little background on the St. Andrew's Cross. That was how St. Andrew was crucified. Oh, no kidding. So instead of being a cross, he was crucified on it. On an X, basically. On an X, yeah. basically. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. So when I was on it, I saw some people that were holding on to, there's chains on the side. Correct. They hang on to the chains. I actually just looped a finger through the, the eye bolts, which I'm assuming that's where you could tie people to it. Right. It, normally... Uh, some people are very queasy, are unnerved about being restrained, and that's why you give them the freedom to have that consent if they want to lower their arms, and they're more. It, it makes it 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 relaxes you a little bit more. Okay. So you were talking a little bit before we got on air about the difference between being in a BDSM world as opposed to a swingers world so if you were in the bdsm world what would you have done differently to me compared to what you did tonight well there would be a uh, negotiation between uh, me you Mm -hmm. and uh, jd i should say and my 
girlfriend okay. and me, and we would discuss about what you feel comfortable with and your expectations um, and what type of uh, flogging or other instruments that I would bring out to to be able to do that. It's very high consent. So, it, you know, when I was telling you, especially when if things got a little bit too rough for you to raise your right hand to stop. Right. That gives you that freedom. It, I'm normally in a submissive uh, scene. Role. Yeah. In, in a submissive role. It, the submissive is basically kind of topping the down. Because you're telling the dom what feels good and what you want done, so you're basically you uh, it, you kind of like become the boss. Okay. Hmm. And now, and what I do out here is called service topping. So I'm not really I I, I am a dominant. Right. But what I'm doing is I'm just facilitating scenes for the to be able to you know. Put on, put on a show kind of thing. So a lot of okay. people think in, in BDSM that the sub is powerless when in actuality the sub has quite a bit more power than people would actually believe. Correct. Because they're the ones that say eh or go. Correct. So I'm... And, Fifty Shades of Grey really ruined a lot. <laughs> we hear that a lot, yeah. Okay, and I, I actually have a Fifty Shades of Grey discussion group on FetLife. Really, and uh, I have a very good moderator, and she wrote a very interesting piece, and I'll share it to you uh, later. Yeah, and it's uh, I want a Christian Grey of my own because what happens is that. You know, it, I mean, it's a wonderful fantasy, and that's all it should be taken as. Right. right. <laughs> because he's not really a dom. He's kind of a creep. Yeah. So a little it, bit. Yes. So, and, and what he's doing is he's he's lurking, and he's not he's controlling. Preying on this young girl. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, and then she, but she really never submits to him. Because he tells her right. to do certain things and she doesn't. Right. So it, it, you have this wonderful person who is Christian Grey and, you know, gazillionaire or whatever. Right. <laughs> so, it, but in the end, good girl saves bad boy. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yes. And I would have to say when it, when it comes to you and I, I'm not a sub. No, you like to be spanked, but you like to top from the bottom, as they say. Uh, yeah, I. Well, I it, 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 but that it, that's actually called switching. Yeah, I'm not a sub because you can tell me to do something, and I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck you." <laughs> um, but but actually, you know, what I that like is? I like the fact it's not the submissive part that I like. I like the fact that. It's a different sensation. It's the pain. But not even necessarily the pain. I like him to spank me. But like if he starts talking in a certain way, I'm like, you need to shut that shit down right now. <laughs> yes. You know, it's yeah, it, it's very different. Well, it, you know, it, and part of what your personality is, in what we call being a brat. I'm a brat, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you know what a brat stands for? Being right all the time. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> I'm always right. No, I, I admit when I'm wrong. Okay, but it, it, I'm, and, and part of bratty behavior is doing stuff to push a dominant to do certain things. To, I'm, you, normally, in order to get punished, what they'll do is they'll do bratty behavior. So it's a basic psychology of that. Let's see how far we can push our dom before he snaps. Oh, ah. interesting. And you know, and, and as far as being a dom, how you handle mm -hmm. your attitude, right? You know, and and 
I have a lot of people, you know, they say, oh, you don't act like a dom. And what is a dom to them? You know, I mean, is it being a total douchebag? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a dom has certain traits, and it, some of them, especially like uh, guiding right. and understanding and confidant. And, you know, I, I, there are many other th- facets of being a dom. You know, I, but as you can tell, I, I enjoy doing, putting on a show. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and in your show, for however many seconds or minutes that it lasts with each participant, um, you don't get to develop that, that total relationship. Now, with your girlfriend, are you guys, do you guys live as, as Dom and Sub? Yeah, we're 24 7. 24 7. And. You know, she has kids, and you know, I mean, there are some, I and mean, especially with that dynamic, she has to be able to be mom. Sure. You know, so then you, as a dominant, you know, you're dealing with children, and, and how much can she, you know, be subservient to you, and then also be subservient. And still be, yeah. Right. Right. Still be mom. Yep. So it, it, having that. Especially with her kids, she's they they have started to realize that I'm very respectful of her, mm-hmm. and she's in a much better state of mind when than when we first met. Okay, sure. You know, she's. It, I mean, if you talk to her, she'll tell you. It, I mean, that we have a great relationship. Right. So you said twenty four seven. Um, I'm assuming you both also work semi-normal jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call it normal, yeah. Uh, I mean, does it go on throughout the day? Do you do you text her? Do you stay in contact to, to keep that relationship going? Or is it just a kind of a 5 o'clock thing rolls around? No. It, I, it, I, depending on uh, certain parts of the day, mm-hmm. Uh, we make time to talk and, you know, and like first thing in the morning, okay, Okay. what's going on? How are you? How's your day? And then lunchtime, we talk 15, 20 minutes. And then that way, and, and then evening time, then she kind of debriefs me about her day. Okay. So it, I mean, being able and having situations on how to deal with certain people or a situation at work. Sure. You know, I mean, there are some days in which, you know, I mean, it's just like, well, I mean, how do you fix, you know, that type of relationship? And, 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 and you know, having to work with people. Right. You know. So, and, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but, you know, depending on what her profession is, how does this play a role in her profession? I mean, because in in my profession, I have to be a very dominant and strong and an outspoken type of person to where, you know, it if I were to come home and have to flip that switch and automatically become that subservient person, it would be very difficult. It, it, I mean, having that light switch, and which is real interesting, that I mean, for some people, what twenty, you know, they people look at twenty four seven. It's just like, well, you get home and and you know, you have master slippers by the door, and and oh, have right. <laughs> in today's lifestyle, because just due to the fact that I mean, you have to have two incomes nowadays yeah. to survive. Um, there are certain there are certain things and certain cues that you know. I mean, just I mean, I mean, having a good working relationship at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean, being a dominant doesn't mean ordering that person to do things that you want them to do. Right. Right. And but there are certain expectations especially for her that you know one of them is 
take care of your health. Mm-hmm. You know, go to bed at 10 o'clock. Just, I mean, it's, and then, then there are things that we would, we nicknamed them daddy directives. And daddy directives meant taking things, you know, I'm, instead of procrastinating, that they have to be addressed in a timely manner. Okay. So, it, it, being a boss is, I, I, you know, it, and people get that confusion of being submissive versus being a slave. Right. Um, I mean, we do have people that we know that are master slave. Okay. And I, I've seen... It's seen it, you know, going from master, may I use the bathroom? Master, can I do this? Master, can I do that? So I, that's it, an entirely different relationship. It's a, it's a totally, totally different dynamic. Right. Uh, submission is a gift. It, and having that submission right off the bat, it's a, it, I mean, it can be withdrawn at any point. Right. So would you, I mean... We would not, I don't think, but I'm not by any means an expert. I don't think that you and I are master submissive. No. I think we are more on another part of the BDSM. And I can't remember all of what the BDSM (laughs) stands for. I'm sorry. It's. A lot we, of beer. We don't live that twenty four seven by any means. No, but I, mean, I I'm a trying very to small window in the bedroom. Uh, but I'm thinking like the pain part of it. Well, but the thing is, you know, I not everything has to deal. You know, I remember part of that relationship, especially, you know, you're dealing with pain on one part, but also there's that submission. You know, that's it. I. Mean, because I'm really bad at the submission part of it. Right. No, you're not. <laughs> Other than I do say please. You say please a lot. I say please. <laughs> when I say when I say spank me again, I say please. <laughs> because I told you to. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it, I, it, it's, some things are not always based around pain. You, right. it, I, you have part of your relationship of, you know, that I say you come home and you're making dinner because like my forte is that I'm a better cook than she is. Oh, yeah. So I'll come home and cook dinner. Okay. And there are certain things that I do that are kind of annoying, but she has adjusted to to that. Right, right, right. And she strives to be a good girl. I mean, we have a, I mean, we have an excellent relationship, and we've been together eight years. Right. And I, I, when I took her to the dungeon for the first time, she was like, "Oh boy, I could live here." <laughs> really? So it's just like, okay. And, I'm marrying this girl. I, I'm keeping her. Yeah. I'm keeping her, and I'm not giving her up. I'm gonna pet her, and I'm gonna love her, and I'm gonna call her George. <laughs> Well, you mentioned too the the. It's not about the pain, and I don't think it's about the pain for you, but the pain enhances the pleasure, which is why we only we only participate in this stuff when there's pleasure going on. Right. Right. And there was there was actually one time, and I'm like, I really did not enjoy that at all. Yeah. Because he was trying to be. It was almost like it was coming from a mean point of view like he was in he was trying to hurt me and i did not like it like he i was just trying to be more dominating than i more more aggressive and 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 i did not like what you're saying is you're you're saying one side that you don't like yeah and yeah it was like he was it was almost like a look or a feeling I got from him. Like he would take my nipple and he would twist it and he'd get this look on his face. And I'm like, fucker, I'm going to punch you in the nose. 
you know, it was like it was it was coming from a mean place, not from a point of I'm gonna. I did. I I but felt so. So what? What he he got a little bit sadistic. Yes, and yeah. I did not like it at all. And it, I, I I don't know if you've watched some of my stuff, especially mm-hmm. when I'm being sadistic. And it, it, I as long as they're okay with that sadistic right. stuff. Yeah. I if it gets to a point where it's a danger. Or a hazard, and you're also, um, you know, it, not red flags, but it, you'll have to excuse me. Um, edge play. Mm-hmm. When it gets to that edge, and he's trying to push you to edge, so you get to that point, and it's like, no, I don't like this. Okay, so now you've reached your hard limit. Right. And it wasn't even that it was. Painful in that point. No, it was, but you reached you reached your yeah. I reached that point where I don't like how you're making me feel, and we need to shut this down. And I just told them you need to untie me now. Right. So I'm the scene ended. So it yes, absolutely. And then you guys probably had a nice little discussion later on last a couple (laughs) days, a little debriefing and stuff, and it's just like. Well, I, I, I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I. It felt like it was intentionally mean. Absolutely. It wasn't coming from a place of I want to cause you this pain because you feel good about it. It was I want to cause you this pain because I want to cause you pain. Well, you know, it, and and, and it wasn't cool with that, me. And that's one thing about my girl is that we don't. And she's not a high tolerance, mm-hmm. pain tolerance person. But there are other people out there, and that's one of the things that I'm able to facilitate is find other people. And she's, I mean, we were at, at the club one time, and she brought me a girl to, because I mean, she wanted to be edge play, mm-hmm. and, and she wanted very specific. Edge play. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like in our our own personal play, I can take some pain. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, I, it, it, I can, I can also, take it, but body, it's... Body's just not always about pain. No, it's, it's absolutely not. But, like, when he's pleasuring me internally and he's beating the shit out of my ass i'm like yeah buddy let's go <laughs> but, it, you, know, it, but it, you have to be in that right state of mind too but also it also and one of the things you know that you really need to to play is like mind fucking yes, yes, yes. mind fucking is i mean, if i can get inside your head well, and, and, and just totally mess with your head. I that's even sometimes even more painful. Right. right. You know, I pushing the. Remember, it's a dom's job to push you to a certain point. When it gets to that point, that's your hard limit. So you can't push beyond your hard limits. <laughs> we have boobies on the window. There's always tits around. <laughs> so, Dom, I want to ask you, what what is your secret? Because we just had a, a couple in here, and she... She does not like to be spanked. She didn't want to be spanked. She hated being spanked. She had daddy issues from being spanked as a girl. And, and then you got her on the cross over there, and she said it felt really good, and she really enjoyed it. So what's what's the secret to get to that that particular motion? Because you you were you were flogged with him a little earlier. Yeah, but okay. It kind of hits that good spot. So our flog the we have a whip and I hate our whip. It's going in the garbage. Mm. I hate that little thing. Yeah, that thing's a piece of shit. It, it hurts. It's got like hard tips on it. I don't like it. Yeah, it was made for a horse, not you. <laughs> Yeah, um, but like even when he he spanks me, it's 
it's different than when you spanked me. What's the difference? Other than practice. <laughs> Other than practice, um, being able to read their expression on their face, yeah. body language. But you couldn't see my face. No, but I, I see. I, there's many other th- other telltale things that are going on. While even though you may be looking forward, remember I'm looking at your backside. I'm looking at your feet. I'm looking to see what your feet are doing. And if you're stepping, it's if you're standing on your tippy toes, that tells me that you're getting excited. Huh. You know. Also, you know, just like pulling hair, I'm. What's what was your reaction when I pulled your? Oh, hair? I love my hair pulled. You don't pull my hair. No, I don't. I do. It, it's well, you know how I love my head rubbed. So, what was your reaction when he pulled your hair? Fucking pull it again! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just grab a handful but and and pull your, it. Your body language, I guess. You didn't say fucking pull it. No, I, I don't know what my body language was. You know, yeah, but, I think but, it was a tip back. But, it was but, a lean into it. You know, it's, so what you're looking at, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at your body English and what, and what is going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are some privileges that, you know, like if you have your top off, then I, that gives me privilege as long as you're okay with me grabbing your breast or playing with your nipple. I mean, that's another thing that during that point, I mean, and I'm sure you probably watched the one girl out there mm-hmm. that I, mean, I was grabbing her breast and pulling her hair and she was responding as such. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can spank somebody, but I mean, depending on how they're, they're, how they're going to react. Not everybody. I I don't always get that same reaction. So, but is it like a specific spot that you're spanking, or is it a way that you move your hand? I mean, is it is there a technique that really helps move it in, or I I don't even know the term to to say. I I I think it's just practice. Is it? How long have you been doing this? Over 25 years. So, okay. There's a a few years of experience there. Right. But, you know, I also, I've worked Exotica. Right. And and there's one point in which uh, I had one of those boa floggers out there, Mm -hmm. and I had a girl in a cat suit on a spanking bench and she squirted and not just a little bit a gush <laughs> with a crowd of people around oh at exotica just for just from the the flogger just from the flogger wow <laughs> so, so if we went out there and you had me on the spanking bench you could show jd how to spank me properly <laughs> I could show him, but it, I and like many things, it, I it just takes. Remember, it, part of it is rhythm. Part of it is timing. Right. And and, and not and and you'll notice that especially when there are people like you know I watch somebody spank somebody. Mm-hmm. What do you see? What is the observation that you see? What they're doing and what type of what type of reaction is that person because nine times out of ten most of these people if they're spanking they're they're spanking too hard right you know i, I can see that yeah and and when he when he does it a lot of times he's hitting me with his it's like a, a with his fingertips and it's like dude ow well, but, it's it's uncomfortable because okay, and that's when you say, okay, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Remember, if but I don't know the proper way for him to do it to tell him you're doing it wrong. Right, but also switch it up. And remember when I told you to raise your left hand if something was some and something you didn't like the way that that it was going to raise your left hand. Remember, part of of how he's going to react. 
is how you're going to tell him, well, you're not, it's not going right. And then being right. able to take that feedback and process it without getting offended. Right. Because, you know, I, it's that fragile, eggshelled male ego. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that, okay, I don't want some female telling me what to do. Right. You know, I, I don't know if you watched, there was a, a gentleman that came up and says, would do you do that to guys? Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of this stuff is non-sexual, and being able to just, you know, doing it on such a fashion, you know, like I said, this is a burlesque show. Right, right, right. And it's about ha- engaging people and having a good time. So if we went out there after this segment, could you show him how to properly spank me? I could probably show him. <laughs> I, I, I do believe... Yeah, because, I mean, I actually enjoy... It's There's something different between the slapper and the physical human hand that's very different. Right. It's, now, it's and, a different and, and, sensation. No, I I think you call that the... the I the freaking swine. hate the pig slapper. <laughs> the swine slapper. I, lo- I have a love-hate relationship with the pig slapper. I love how it feels. I hate the name. Okay, and <laughs> also, I, you, got, you have whatever things on your pants. Okay, the way that, you know, I, I can't spank you properly i can put on yoga pants okay so all right having that remember and i mean there's some of that stuff is going to be practice you know i mean being able to cup your hands right okay but remember you know when you're when you're slapping now one thing you said that you're feeling the fingers finger depending on how hard that's hitting that's kind of like a whip Right. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, the more you're putting your fingers together and then making it into a cup, and like I said, it's not it's not how hard you hit, it's how repetitive and how you know. So I. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go and do this lesson here. I'm gonna <laughs> change my pants and we're gonna do this lesson because you're gonna learn how to spank my ass properly. <laughs> You know, and, and, and you know, it, I, one thing, especially if you're going to buy equipment, make sure your partner is there when you buy it. Because, number one, when you go to buy stuff, mm-hmm. you're going to you're gonna buy something and it's, you know, you're going to spend maybe $100, $150, and that thing's going to sit in your bag and, and be dust. Right. right. Yeah. It yeah. needs to fit your partner. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, we, I mean, you should come when we go to IML. That's the one in Chicago, right? That is the one in Chicago. So we actually talked about that ongoing on a Friday night. Well, I mean, we normally go like on a Saturday or Sunday. It's Memorial Day weekend. So, and you go to the vendor fair. Oh, that's not the... I was thinking the club. I'm sorry. That was the wrong... Right, no. But over Memorial Day weekend, they have IML, which is International Mr. Leather. Oh. They have a a very wonderful leather leather, uh, vendor fair. And there are just everything that, you know, and there's gay stuff, and then there's dual use products huh we'll have to maybe take a trip there yeah. over memorial day weekend so but i usually we'll go in a group oh yeah and you know i mean it, there's a lot and there's it's the gayest thing east of the mississippi right <laughs> and it's a good time it, and everybody is friendly and, and and everybody has a good time um i the one couple that is here with us tonight uh, I've corrupted them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of corruption that goes on. 
Well, because, like, the, the boas and stuff like that, I mean, I, a lot of times I like to keep quiet on where I buy my stuff because then that way I, I don't see it out there. And, right. you know, it, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I mean, that's one of the places that uh, I'll buy stuff. Okay. So we'll have to go check out IML yeah. over Memorial Day weekend. It's not very far from us. It's not. And, it's and, not. And they hold it at the Congress Motel. The Congress Motel. We'll have to go and check them out over Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Don, we, we appreciate you coming in and, and Very welcome. giving us a little insight into this stuff because right. it's yeah. fascinating. And obviously, Carmen is enthralled. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like going to really have to go change my pants. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go out and do it, a little demonstration. A little demo, and, uh, you know, uh, we're always, well, you know, now, also, uh, JD and Michelle—they've come to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, th- I understand they have spoken highly of us. Yes. Absolutely, yes. And they have been to our house parties when we've held house parties. I have heard that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we definitely want to come to the club in the Chicago area on um, on one weekend. I would. I one of the clubs that. Uh, uh, that we used to belong to, which is Sun Center, they have not uh, found a new home. Oh. oh. That, was, that was in Niles. Okay. And then uh, you have the uh, uh, Leather Rose, or, and that's at, uh, in Chicago on Clark mm-hmm. Avenue. And then they have the old location that used to be called the Leather Rose. Now it's just called Chicago Rose. Oh. And that's kind of... Uh, that's yeah. another story for another day. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to talk on what club we can go visit some evening. Um, also, there's uh, Bonnage Go Go on Thursday nights. Uh, that's a Thursday, though. That's like a yeah, work it's night. for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out into the city on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a work night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, not unless we could always find some place to have a club. And I, we have enough equipment to fill a club. Yeah. Ah. So. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We will check back in with you in a little bit. We're going to go do a little demonstration, apparently. And yeah, uh, I'm going to go change my pants. All righty. Let's see how. See see you in the pit. All right. In the pit. Well, there you have it, folks. That's our uh, last interview from the big hotel takeover on the New Year's Eve party that we attended. I hope you enjoyed it. We will be back next week with an all-new show, as always. And thank you again for 2,000-plus listeners per show now. All the emails, all the comments. Loving it. Reviews. Hit your review button on iTunes, please. That helps. <laughs> uh, if you want to contact us, it's midwest 3 at gmail.com. Facebook at Midwest Menage a Trois or on the Twitter at Midwest Threesome. That's going to wrap up the show, guys. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.